Okay, welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Thursday, April 19th. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski, joined by my other host, Truman Karczewski. How's it going, guys? We are joined in studio today with special guest Dylan Frederick. Uh, nice to be here. Let's have some fun. Um, Tom Brady fan. Uh, just going to get that out right now. We're going we're gonna to debate that a little bit later in the show. Uh, it's going to get pretty heated, we, as we expect. But So we're going to start with Tom Brady. Uh, he ha- he has not committed to playing with the Patriots next year. Uh, if I'm the Patriots, I'm kind of terrified right now. I I expect him to come back, but if he doesn't come back, the Patriots, uh, they're they're screwed. Yeah, they're obviously put in a tough situation because if this man, you know, normal man, not that great, I don't think. If he comes back, <laughs> if he comes back, um, you know, obviously they need him to come back because you know they're gonna have to draft the quarterback this year. He's gonna have to develop under Brady. Um, but if he doesn't, like by some odd chance, that'd be a shock of the century. Um, they're kind of screwed, and Brian Hoyer's their starting quarterback right now for next year. Um, so the Patriots, they obviously are probably on their hands and knees, just praying for him to come back, maybe one, maybe two more seasons. But I'd say he's getting towards the end, and they need to look for a quarterback this draft. Uh, I mean, I, I can't really see why he'd think about quitting. Uh, went to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I kind of think it's uh, a little bit in uh, relation to. Gronk also kind of holding out, mm-hmm. seeing if he wants to play. Um, I think the two, you know, love each other and want to play with each other. So yeah. I think, I think they both will play this year, though. Yeah, I think I don't think Brady's gonna, you know, retire. I think losing a Super Bowl then retiring would not be a fitting end to his career. Uh, so again, we're gonna debate Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. So another story about Aaron Rodgers came out that he is not unhappy, but he's a little angered by the fact that they got rid of their his favorite uh, coach, his quarterback coach. Uh, Van Pelt, and they got rid of Jordan Nelson, all without asking him. This is this is something that is going to be in a, be in play when he comes up for his contract extension in a couple years. Patrick Packers have him under control for the next four years, but this is something you know you don't really want to see if you're a Packer fan. I mean, the way you worded that, I don't like. He's not unhappy. Um, it's just he's, weird. He's, he's got to get over it. It's um, weird to me that you wouldn't include your your franchise player. And talks mm-hmm. big decisions. Well, okay, actually. but obviously Aaron, his favorite receiver. Obviously yeah. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be biased towards his favorite coach and his favorite receiver. And the Packers were in like situation they're in right now. They needed to get rid of those two pieces. So Aaron Rodgers was obviously going to be biased and say no, no, no. But they financially needed to cut Jordy, and you know the coach wasn't just going to come back um, in the position that he was. So you know he's kind of kind of get over it. And he said um, he tweeted that it's fake news. Um, he said that it was kind of BS um, in his interview, so I'm gonna believe him. I mean, I I think he's you know the greatest player of all time in in sports, so I don't think he would. I don't think the Packers would ever be dumb enough to ever let him see another uniform. So no, I'm not worried at all. Yeah, so that's something to watch for. Uh, like German said, he did tweet fake news, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we talked last show about Des Bryant. We're going a little bit off script, but uh, he really wants to play for the Giants. Giants really didn't have any room, but a couple, uh, like an hour ago, they it came out that they are releasing Brandon Marshall. Uh, this is something that you're gonna have to watch. You know, I know Des really wants to play for the Giants because he wants to play the Cowboys two times a year. But I mean, is Des Bryant really a lot better than Brandon Marshall? Um, I, I I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. You know, Brandon Marshall he faltered last year when he got through that injury. Um, and I think his career is gonna take a big hit. Watch for Green Bay with Brandon Marshall. Just just saying that. Um, but yeah. I think Des Bryant. I think it's pretty obvious now. You know, you want to play in the NFC East. The Giants would love to 
uh, screw the Cowboys over and take Des Bryant. But, you know, their franchise, their fans, they talk crap about Des Bryant for years, and now they're going to get him. Um, but it's going to be interesting pairing him with Odell and Sterling Shepard. He's not going to be the number one anymore. He'll probably be the number two, probably almost the number three, the way Shepard's playing. And um, and Eli Manning's got a bunch of weapons to throw to, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think he'd be a great fit with them. Uh, also, it wouldn't be a bad move by the Giants to sign mm-hmm. another dominant receiver uh, to get Odell to stay. Um, yeah. Dez has a wide receiver one talent. Odell. I mean, that's one a pretty good receiving goal. Yeah. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have to double one of them, and the other guy's mm-hmm. going to be left open. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so we're going to continue on with our sleeper, you know, uh, series. We Last uh, show we did inside and outside linebacker sleepers. Today we're going to do defensive back sleepers. I'll let Truman kick it off. All right, my defensive back sleeper um, is uh, Michael Joseph. Uh, he's from Dubuque. It's a D3 college. I probably don't know how to pronounce that right. Um, but, you know, he's projected right now in the fifth or sixth round, which is really late. Um, but, <clears throat> like I said, he's from D3 college. Um, you know, he's got good size, 6'1", 180. Um, you know, from D3 to the NFL, there's going to be a huge difference for him because um, he's just not playing the receivers that he's going to play in the NFL. Um, but he's a ball hawk. He's really long. Um, but I think if you give him two to three years when he's playing, uh, you know, getting some playing time and playing the NFL receivers in practice, I think with his intangibles, he can play, uh, be a very good corner. And you're going to get him in the fifth or sixth round, so that's obviously a plus. Yeah, for me, I have Darius Williams from UAB. Uh, he was he went to Marietta, that's a D3 school in Ohio. Then he went on to walk on at UAB. They canceled their football program. Instead of transferring, he stayed at UAB, worked out, and they brought it back. And he had a great year last year. He's 5'10", 180, a little bit smaller. But he had a really great combine. Uh, he was a leader on that UAB defense. was actually finished to be a top 25 D1 defense. Uh, pro football focused, uh, he had the fifth lowest passer rating out of all corners up in this draft. He had a 34.6 passer rating. He's somebody that's small, smaller school. You know, UAB is not known for producing a lot of talent, but this is something that you could really watch for as he might be a great player. Uh, yeah, I went with uh, Damon Webb. He's a safety out of Ohio State. I know here in, yeah. here in, yeah, <laughs> here in from Ohio State, you can't really uh, think sleeper, but uh, he plays first two years as a cornerback, didn't really play at all, and uh, switched to a safety. Uh, so he's a four-year se- senior, so he's played, he's mature. Last two years, um, he had a combined uh, a combined tackles of 57 and 61, and 32 and 44 solos, um, and his five picks in the senior year, uh, you can't really, uh, can't really uh, ignore that. Yeah. And the defensive MVP in the Cotton Bowl, uh, he's a little, they say he's undersized, and he's a uh, uh, less athletic than other safeties, but I think he'd be a, a good pick as an interception magnet. You knew that was coming. Hey, it's defensive back, you know, university right there, Ohio State. Yeah, a bunch of busts. Yeah, well. He's going, uh, he got any rest on his record, you know? What's, what's that dude on, what's that dude on New Orleans? You, yeah, does he have any arrest on his record? Did you look at his record? I wonder if he's got any arrests. We should check that. No. He probably beat a girlfriend somewhere down the line there. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our redrafting. Uh, we're going to continue on this. We're going to finish up the first round today. Jeremy, uh, you want to kick this off? 21st with the Lions. Uh, 21st Lions, um, I'm taking Christian McCaffrey. That's the same with me. Um, I think, you know, they're running back hungry over there in Detroit because they just got a bunch of shit over there. 
Um, so, you know, he had a good year last year. It wasn't, you know, the year everyone thought he was going to have, um, but he can play in the slot. Um, he, he's good down there in Carolina with Cam, I think. Um, so I think the Lions would make that pick, and uh, he'd be a good running back for them. Yeah, like I said, I had Christian McCaffrey, too. Then we had 22, we had the Dolphins. They chose Charles Harris. I have them taking Jadavius White. He, he had a really great year with the Dolphins. Charles, Charles, Charles Harris didn't have a great year with the Dolphins, and White did with the Bills. I think the Dolphins really need that shutdown corner. Um... For Miami, I took Evan Ingram. Um, they they need a tight end. They need offensive weapons, especially now because Jarvis is gone. Um, but, you know, Evan Ingram played great with New York last year. He was one of the bright spots out of that horrible season they had. Um, you know, they you know they spent a lot of money a few years ago um, on Julius Thomas, that tight end, when he had a big year with Peyton Manning. And he didn't really pan out. So they've been kind of desperate for a tight end since he didn't pan out. So I think Evan Ingram will make a lot of sense for Miami there. Yeah, then we have 23. We have the Giants. They took Evan Ingram with their first pick. I have him taking Cam Robinson, who was taken in the second round. He had a great year last year, and the Giants really need a solid offensive lineman. Their offensive line has always been a problem, and he would make a great player there. And he's going to make a great player in the NFL for a long time. 23 for me, I had New York select Deshaun Kaiser. Um... Like we said, he got thrown into Cleveland. Um, you know, he he had a bad season um, by stats meanings, but he showed a lot of bright spots. And obviously in New York, he's not going to be thrown in the fire right away. It'd probably be two to three years before he went in. Kind of like what Green Bay is going to do with him because they're the smartest franchise in the NFL. Um, that New York would let him sit, let him develop under Eli Manning, and I think Kaiser could be a very good quarterback. Then we have the Raiders. They took Gary on Conley. Uh, he was hurt all last year, so I think they need to take a corner that's more reliable and had a great year. Uh, Chiwobi Awazu oh, was the, the from back he was hurt yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, Chiwobi Awazu, who got pricked by the Cowboys, he had a pretty good year for them, and I think the Raiders could use his skills. For me, I had Oakland take John Ross. Um, John Ross got drafted by the Bengals, and a lot of people are saying he's a bust. He, had, he didn't have any catches last um, year. You know, he had a lot of injuries. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of talent there. He obviously broke the 40, um, 40 record at the Combine. So, you know, obviously, hopefully he didn't have the injuries. Um, and if they don't cripple him, I think he can be a really good receiver. And under, uh, you know, Amari Cooper and some of the weapons they have, I think Oakland would have taken the risk in John Ross. So then we have the Browns at 25. They took Jabril Peppers there. I think they stay at the safety position, but they take Marcus Williams. He had a great year with the Saints. Obviously, most known for you know that missed tackle in the playoffs this year versus the Vikings. But he had a really good year, solid safety. Jabril Peppers really didn't form into that defensive player that they needed. And I think Marcus Williams is that player. Uh, for me, I had Cleveland. Um, they picked this man like four picks later. Three picks later, but I'm gonna take them at 25. They're taking Njoku here. Um, Njoku looked good last season. Um, you know, he's a good player. I think he's gonna be a good tight end for them. So I think they just take him, but they take him a little earlier in this draft. And 26, we have the Falcons. They took uh, Tarkandis McKinley. Uh, he had a good year last year, but they're gonna take the rookie sack leader and Carl Lawson. Like I said, rookie sack leader. He was a great pass rusher. He he. Had, we had a lot of problems with him when we played him. You know, the Packers. Uh, he's a great player. And I think the Falcons could really use his skills. Yeah, I had them taking Carl Lawson, too. And 27, the Bills, they took Dravius White. He's not going to be there in my mock draft. So I had them taking Cooper Cup, uh, another great wide receiver, you know, kind of a steal. The Rams took him. I don't think Cooper Cup would be the same player if he didn't have Sean McVay and uh, Jared Goff, but he is a good receiver. I think the Bills need that. 
Uh, I have Buffalo sticking in the cornerback position. I have them taking Kevin King, oh, um, the Packer. Uh, you know, he was hurt last season, had some injury troubles, um, but he showed when he was healthy, you know, he played really good against Julio Jones. He showed a lot of sparks of being a really good young corner. Um, I, I'm really excited to watch him this year in Green Bay. Um, so I think Buffalo would have taken Kevin King there and been very happy. 28, we have the Cowboys. They took Taco Charlton, who had a pretty decent year. Not what we expected him to do, but he had a good year. I have them taking Evan Ingram. Uh, I think they need a replacement for Jason Witten. He's not going to be playing much longer. And he Evan Ingram showed that he is a good tight end. Uh, I have Dallas taking Takaris McKinley. Um, you talked about him earlier getting picked by Atlanta. Um, he had a good season. You know, I think he had seven sacks or something like that. As a rookie, that's pretty good. Um, you know, a little bit better of a season than Taco Charlton. So I think they stick on that edge and they take McKinley. Then 29, we have the Browns again. They took Njoku here. I haven't taken Garrett Bowles. I think Garrett Bowles, you know, if, if we knew what we know now about Joe Thomas, he'd be a great replacement for Joe Thomas. Yeah, along the same lines, I haven't taken Cam Robinson. Um, who you had New York taking earlier. Um, he had a great season for Jacksonville last year, and you know he could uh, kind of take over for Joe Thomas in the future and be a really good young tackle. So 30, we have the Steelers. They took uh, Watt. I, I had Watt going a lot earlier. You know he had a great year. I have him taking Dietrich Wise. Uh, he went. He played for the Patriots. He's a defensive lineman. Pa- Steelers kind of need some defensive line help up front, and I think he'd be a great fit there. For Pittsburgh, I had them taking Aaron Jones. Um, the the running back from Green Bay. Um, no one knows what's going on with Le'Veon Bell. Um, he's being kind of stickler about that money. Um, so no one knows he's probably gonna he could leave here soon. You know, the next year or so. So Aaron Jones, he showed a lot of talent last year for Green Bay. Um, you know, he showed flashes. You know, I think he had 150 yards or something against Dallas. Um, so he's a really good young running back, and he'd have a couple of years to sit behind Le'Veon Bell. Um, so I think Pittsburgh would have taken Aaron Jones. 31, 49ers, they took Reuben Foster. He had a great year. I had him going a lot higher than 31. So I have them taking uh, Shaquille Griffin, Shaquem Griffin's brother. He got drafted by the Seahawks a little bit later. Uh, he's a cornerback. He actually played really well for them, got thrusted in that starting role with injuries. And I think the 49ers would like a good corner uh, with Richard Sherman. For me, I had San Francisco taking Samaje Perrine. Um, he played for Washington last year. Um, he had a good season. Um, you know, kind of developed into a pretty good running back for them. Good fantasy guy too. I think I picked him up. Um, and they wouldn't maybe have to shell out all that money for um, Jarek McKinnon um, in the off season, and they would have that running back they drafted here towards the later round. Thirty-two of the Saints. They took the Wisconsin offensive lineman uh, Ramchek or whatever. I can't pronounce his name. Uh, he's gone. Uh, they had a great draft. They took him and uh, Lattimore in the first round. Both players are gone. So I have them taking Marlon Humphrey here. He had a decent year, not a great year, but they lost Lattimore. They need corner help, and Marlon Humphrey is a pretty solid corner. Uh, for me, I have New Orleans taking Joe Mixon. Um, they are running back here. Yeah, they, well, they don't have uh, Alvin Kamara because I, I had Alvin, Alvin Kamara going earlier in the draft. So I think Joe Mixon can do kind of what Alvin Kamara did. Um, you know, be a slot pass catcher out of the backfield. So I'd take Joe Mixon here for New Orleans. So that does it for our uh, 2017 redraft. Uh, we're going to move to baseball now, or basketball now. But before that, we want to remind you that our show is brought to you by D's Home Cuts. D's is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, D's provides you with a modern haircut and styling. Truman and I have been getting a haircut there for the last couple months, and we have never looked or felt better. 
Every time you go into, into the shop, you can tell you're going to get professional cuts. The cuts also get better each time because Dee's is always upgrading their equipment. I know, Dylan, you go to Dee's, right? Absolutely. Yeah, everybody goes to Dee's now. If you're, if you're not going to Dee's now, you know, what are you doing? Why are you overpaying for your haircut? And you can find him on Twitter or Instagram at Dom's Home Cuts. DM him for an appointment and you will not be disappointed. Dee's Home Cuts Professional Haircuts at a Low Price. So basketball, we have the playoffs going on right now. Just want to run through these series a little bit. We'll give a little, you know, storyline about each series. Uh, you know, let's just start with, you know, random series. Uh, Boston versus uh, Milwaukee. Uh, I think they're up 2-0 right yeah. now. Uh, Milwaukee's kind of crumbling right now, Truman. Um, well, see, we're gonna get this series back in Milwaukee. Um, I told you we got the best home field advantage in, in you know, NBA. I think. Um. You know, we got Giannis. People or people come up to me in school talking crap about Giannis. The man's averaging 32 and a half points in the, in the playoffs. He's, not, had, he's not having doing enough. He's having a god goddamn series. You lost. And, he, and people are coming at me about Giannis. Giannis is the greatest player I've ever seen. But you know, he has no help other than Chris Middleton. Um, the the pieces Jabari Parker, Eric Bledsoe just look like throw up right now. Um, I w- I am hitting kind of a panic button. You know, the coaching is just awful. It looked like our half-court offense is the worst in basketball history. Um, so I am hitting the panic button. But, you know, if they lose this series, um, you know, we're going to go in the offseason. We're going to go ahead and get us a coach. Um, you know, we're going to get some pieces around Giannis. And, you know, this maybe next year and the years after, we're going to be competing uh, for the championship. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look you look towards the offense, I mean, they're putting up numbers, but... Their defense is just horrendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave given up 130 points to a Boston Celtics team that doesn't have their top yeah. score. Terry Rozier is just killing you Terry guys. Terry Rozier is making Eric Bledsoe look like a D3 point guard <laughs> on the defensive end. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are just tearing you guys apart on the <laughs> offensive end. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jabari Parker looks like he can't play defense. Um, that knee. Yeah. yeah, it's the knee's looking bad. Um, everything's looking bad for him. He gets in the game. Dribbles up the court, touches the ball for the first time, takes a stupid-ass jump shot and misses, and then goes to the bench. Now he's complaining about minutes. Yeah, how about you go out there and put up 15, 20 points a game like you're supposed to? How about you defend someone for once? Um, Eric Bledsoe, I'm sick of you. You're telling me, Terry, you don't know who Terry Rozier is. Well, why do you look like shit against him, then? You're supposed to be a star point guard for us, and you look like crash. These are These are the players that should be stepping up and winning us these games, but they're not. So... Give Giannis some help. If Jabari doesn't want to be here, if Eric Bledsoe doesn't want to be here, send him out the fucking way and send him to Orlando or something. I mean, um, yeah, you got a problem when you have Tony Schnell and Jason Terry both playing meaningful minutes. No, and Tony Schnell, good game. player. Jason Terry, Jason Terry is 45, good, good young, good old young. veteran, like old, old veteran. Tony Snell, how about you step up and shoot a three like we paid you to do? You get the ball and then you dribble and then you throw it inside to. John Henson. God forbid I see John Henson dribble the ball ever again. Tony Snell, shoot a three for once. Yeah, I came on here trying to just destroy you, but I think you're you're you probably destroyed yourself. Yeah, you're. Yeah, well, I'm sick. I'm sick of watching. This, but I want Giannis to get some help for once. Oh yeah, well. You know, Send him to Cleveland. Yeah, he won't be there. Won't be there much longer, I think. Uh, stay in the West. We have Toronto versus Washington. I think Toronto oh, easily. The East. 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 Sorry. Yes. Toronto versus Washington. Toronto's up 2-0. I think they easily finish off that series. Washington's just falling apart right now. Uh, Philadelphia versus Miami. Miami had a little bit of a resurgence in uh, Game Two. I still think Philadelphia takes it though. Uh it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of those series that goes out uh, to six, seven games. 
Um, I do think Philly is the better team. But uh, watching Miami play full-court defense uh, led by Justice Winslow harassing Ben Simmons up and down the floor, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like uh, if they keep up the pressure and the physicality, uh, the Rook, I don't know if he's going to be able to handle it, uh, but also missing the key Joel Embiid. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. Uh, Joel Embiid, you know, posted on Instagram after the game. What do you say? He's like... Uh, sick and tired of being baby. Yeah, sick and tired of being baby. I mean, it's the first time they've lost in, you know, 17 games, and he cries on his Instagram because... I'm lo- sick of him. I'll tell you. He's, he's, he is going to be the next, one of the next superstars in the NBA, mm-hmm. but he just really needs to, you know, kind of Shut reel it back mouth. a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the, he it's obvious the 76ers are missing him a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so then we're going to move to the next series in the East, Cleveland versus uh, Indiana. LeBron, uh, what do you have, 48 points last night? 46. 46. Showed us that, you know, you don't really want to make him mad. But, I mean, LeBron went all out yesterday, had 46 points, and they only won by three. And the Pacers didn't shoot well, had 17 turnovers. And uh, they really had a shot to tie this game up. They missed the three at the end. They could have tied it up. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be scared if I'm Cavs fans right now. Oh, I'm scared. Listen, the re- LeBron is a flopper. Anybody oh, see that crap? Oh, Anybody see that crap? They got Oladipo so into foul trouble early after a video I saw on Twitter, which looked looked like he barely touched LeBron, and LeBron fell like he's a baby. And, of course, he's going to get a call because he's LeBron. So they got Oladipo, the Pacers' best player, uh, into some foul trouble early. Um, you know, they only they only won by three. You know, if they have Oladipo for normal minutes, Pacers are probably winning that game. And the Cavs are down 2-0. So if, if they go back to Indiana, it's going to be a good series. And uh, I'd like to see LeBron uh, play a little fair here. I don't think, don't think Indiana's going to win another game. Uh, LeBron James, you saw him last night in the first quarter, 20 points. Didn't miss a shot until mm-hmm. halfway through it. Um yeah. And he he had no help yesterday, absolutely absolutely no help. Um, he gonna get no help. Tyron Luce, Tyron Luce spoke out to the media asking for his team to step up. I believe that they'll step up and win this series in three more games. Yeah, it's interesting to see you know what happens when you know LeBron, face you know gets angry and he scores 50, 46 points and then 20 in the first quarter. Yeah, that's that's something that I would Cavs fan I would be scared of because I LeBron's. In, he played probably the best he's ever played in the la- in this season, mm-hmm. and they only won by three. And Indiana played terrible, and Oladipo only played 28 minutes, like you said, Jeremy. Yeah. So we're gonna keep watching that. A uh, couple series in the West: Houston versus Minnesota. Houston's up two nothing. Then Houston takes that series. Yeah, because uh, you picked Minnesota. Like yeah, I just you know Minnesota's you know just looks terrible. Yeah. James Harden James was James Harden was awful. Last yeah, night. James Harden was awful, and they still blew him out. Then we have uh, the Pelicans versus uh, Portland. Uh, Pelicans are up 2-0. I think the Pelicans are going to take that series, but I don't think they'll take it in four. I think Portland will win a game here soon. And Warriors versus Spurs. Uh, you know, Greg Popovich lost his wife, so he's not coaching game three. Warriors are up 2-0. I think that series is over. Uh, I don't really see the Spurs making any sort of comeback. Then we have Oklahoma City and Utah. I think it's one of the best series right now. Uh, 1-1. Utah had a great game yesterday. Uh Russell Westbrook, Carmel Anthony, and Paul George had terrible fourth quarters. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Playoff Paul George. Where is he? Right? Playoff, Playoff P, P, they call him? Playoff P. Yeah, good, good came to show up was the Rook. Yeah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, 28 or something. Yeah, he looked yeah, good. He, he looked, looked good. really good. Uh, so that's basketball. 
Uh, we'll talk more about that on the next show. Uh, a little hockey update. We're just going to go through the series. We're not going to talk about it a lot. Uh, Nashville versus the Avalanche. Nashville's up 3-1. I think Nashville finishes that off. Winnipeg versus the Minnesota. Winnipeg's up 3-1. I think they take that. Uh, the Knights, they beat the Kings. Uh, that's a great story. You know, Vegas, you know, they keep moving on. Sharks beat the Ducks. Lightning's up 3-1 over the Devils. I think the Lightning's take that. Uh, Boston versus the Maple Leafs. Boston's up 2-1. That's a close series. And the Blue Jackets versus the Capitals. Uh, it's 2-1 now. They play tonight. Going to be an interesting game. Two, Three straight games in overtime. So we're going to see what happens there. And then Pittsburgh versus Philly. Pittsburgh's up 3-1. I think Pittsburgh takes that. So we're going to move to a little bit of baseball. Uh, but before that, i got to remind you that our show is brought to you by A's Lawn Service. Since 2014, A's has been providing professional landscaping services to many homes around Northeast Ohio. By using professional equipment, A's constantly strives to provide families with professional landscaping at a low and fair price. Are you tired of being dragged around by bigger landscaping companies? Dylan? No. Uh, I mean, yes, I am tired <laughs> of it. I think we're all tired of it. Turn to A's and trust me, your lawn and your home will never look better. Trust A's for all your landscaping needs and you will not be disappointed. The phone number is 330-241-2392. Again, 330-241-2392. And the email is lawnservice.a's at gmail.com. A's Lawn Service LLC. You grow it, we cut it. So we're going to move pretty quickly through baseball. We want to get to a pretty big question and answer topic we have. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Some of the big storylines, you know, Jose Bautista, he signed with the Braves. Uh, minor league deal, he's going to play third base. It's a good idea for the Braves. You know, he's a high, low-risk, high-reward player. Uh, Puerto Rico series with the Indians and the Twins. Lindor hit that home run. That was really cool to see. Uh, I think that Truman doesn't like them playing in Puerto Rico, but I think they should keep that up. It's really cool to see. Uh, then Mike Napoli, uh, I guess he suffered a pretty significant knee injury in AAA Columbus with the Indians. People are saying his career is probably going to be over. That sucks to see. You know, he's been a great player. You know, Indians Indians fans love him. And uh, hopefully, Terry Francona said he if he does decide to become a coach or something, that'd be cool to see. And, uh, you know, prayers out to him for right now as they try to figure out what's wrong with his knee. So, we're going to move on to our question and answer. First question we got is, who is our World Series picks right now? Uh, you know, we're not even that far into the season, but we're just going to give a quick World Series pick. For me, I have Mets and the Astros. I think the Mets have shown that with their rotation healthy, they are a very dominant team. Yeah, I'm going to go Mets um, versus Red Sox. Uh, I think that's right now the two, uh, in my opinion, the hot, one of, two of the hottest teams in the league. Um, so why not just put them in there? You know, it's been 20 games, I think, 20, 25 games. Mm. Um, Mets look like they're unstoppable. Red Sox are really hot. Mookie Betts looks like he's going to be you know, really MVP candidate. Um, so I'm going to go Mets, Red Sox, but we'll see how the season goes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to steer away from the Mets. Uh, saw a stat about uh, team starting 11-1, and almost half of them didn't even make the playoffs. Okay. So, oh, I didn't see that. That's okay. good. Um, I think I'm going to go steer towards more of a Yankees versus Angels. Uh, Angels? Yeah, the I like the uh, that's A O A O. Oh yeah, that's A O A O. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. <laughs> we'll, really we'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. From we'll that move one. on. Uh, we'll, we'll forget that ever happened. But uh, <laughs> baseball. Uh, so we're gonna move on. Our next question was: Is the NFL changing from more pro-style quarterbacks to more run-oriented guys? More guys like Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield. 
moving on to more of those guys instead of you know traditional pocket passers, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's clear that they are. I think college players, you know, the whole college system now is built on running quarterbacks. And you're going to get a lot more running quarterbacks than pro-style guys. So I think the NFL is changing from more run, run more pro-style to more run-oriented guys. Yeah, um, you still see your sprinkle. Josh Allen or Josh Allen's pretty pro style. You know, Josh Rosen's very pro style. Same with Sam Darnold. Um, so those, in a lot of people's opinions, the top three quarterbacks in the draft. Um, so you're still. I think it's the NFL is not going to turn to one or the other. I think it's always going to be very mixed. Um, you know, I, I'm actually going to get into it. You know, here in the next question. You know, running and the next dynamic the quarterback has. Yeah, it's really. Um, it's, it's pretty really important. important. Yeah. Um, you know, it's important to have that in your quarterback. Um, so I don't, but I don't think you can say you know it's changing to more run-oriented guys from pro style. I think it's always going to be very mixed, um, and I don't know if it's ever going to get more towards run-oriented guys. Yeah, um, I believe it's going to stay pro style because you see the run-oriented guys get injured. I mean, yeah. Robert Griffin III was dominant, yeah. and then uh, injury stopped him, started to suck. Um, and you see guys, old guys, Big Ben, uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Staying in the league for however many seasons and mm-hmm. they're still doing what they do best. You can't right? really leave out Aaron Rodgers. Oh. All right. So you said Tom Brady left out Aaron Rodgers. So we got a little bit of a debate we're going to get into here. Obviously, Dylan's a Tom Brady fan. We are both Aaron Rodgers fans. So we're going to get into who is the better quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I'll let Truman kick this off. Well, if you want me to answer, I have, I have the answer for you. I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. Um, listen, the man is unstoppable. The only way to stop him or the Packers is injuring him. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you down a little yeah, lane it's here. It's pretty easy, isn't it? I'm going to take you down <laughs> a little happened. lane. So since Aaron Rodgers started, he started in 2000. He, well, he got drafted in 2005, started his first season in 2008, sat behind the next GOAT, Brett Favre. Um, so we're going to take a little gander. So Aaron Rodgers, in his starting years, I'm not c- counting the years in the, the BS time he got with Favre there, 312 touchdowns. Tom Brady in the past, you know, season since Aaron Rodgers has started. I'm not counting the earlier part of Tom Brady's career because, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't play then. Yes. Tom Brady's got 291 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers got three more interceptions, 77 to 74. Um, Tom Brady was 74. The quarterback rating, career quarterback rating, I couldn't do the math on, you know, taking out Brady's first starting years. Aaron Rodgers' career quarterback rating, 103.8. Tom Brady's 97.6. Tom Brady's got the advantage passing yards-wise. But this is where, you know, I'm going to let you make a statement, and then I'll come back to where I I have an interesting point. I kind of want to hear the point. Okay, you want to hear the point? Well, since we got off the run-oriented guys, you know, I'm gonna look at Aaron Rodgers' second dimension, running the football. He's got, he can get out of pocket. He can, you know, take 12-yard runs. You know, me and Travis, we've seen every Packer game since I've been born. You know, you've seen the classic third and eight, the the pocket clears. Aaron Rodgers takes it up the middle for 16 yards. It's classic, right, right down the pike. Tom Brady can't do that. So why don't we look at the stats? And I, again, I'm taking this from Aaron Rodgers starting 2008, and um, and I'm counting those. 2,623 rushing yards for Aaron Rodgers and 43 touchdowns. Tom Brady. Now I did a little. I gave him a little advantage. I gave Dylan a little advantage. I I counted Tom Brady's whole career here, so a lot more years started. His career is 968 rushing yards to 17 touchdowns. So obviously you see, um, you know, 
a very big difference there because you know Tom Brady's not a guy to run the ball. You know he's not. He's a quarterback. Well, quarterback. He's a quarterback. It's a running but, job to run the ball. But you know when you got such close passing stats like they do, um, Aaron Rodgers has the advantage in touchdowns. You know he only has three. It's pretty much equal in interceptions. And then you know Aaron Rodgers has the better quarterback rating. And then Tom Brady's got more yards. So when you have that equal of passing stats. Why don't we take a gander and look at the rushing stats and see how much Aaron Rodgers has the advantage over Tom Brady? So, looking at... I'll give Aaron Rodgers all the talent in the world. Uh, talented quarterback, run the way he can throw it off the run. Throws deep balls, accurate, precise. Great. Good good second quarterback right behind Tom Brady. He's the second best in the league. Tom Brady, you, you gave me stats about how he is uh, more statistically better or how they're statistically the same in passing, and then you decided to go to running. I'm going to go to Super Bowls. Oh, here oh, yeah. we go. Tom Brady <laughs> here we go. has won more Super Bowls. Yeah, you may say it's the coach or the system. Yeah, you may say it's the team he's had. But if you think of the guy, you think of Tom Brady because he's the most dominant quarterback to be in the NFL ever. Okay. All right. Well, no, oh, no, no, hold no. on. Oh, oh, wait. You want me to? You want no, me to no, no. Go, go ahead. Tom Brady, you could say Tom Brady's had the best receiving core, better receiving core, but you give Tom Brady any receiving core, he'll make it the best receiving core. That's why he's always got the best receiving core. We'll look, we'll look at the the last two Super Bowls he's had. All right, Super Bowl in the 2014, they played what could be considered one of the best defenses, passing defenses of all time, against the Legion of Bloom, Legion of Boom, in their prime. Four touchdowns, and uh, in the fourth quarter, he went 13 for 15. For 124 yards and two touchdowns. Now I know I know there was a uh, uh, controversy ending there with the not running it to Marshawn Lynch, but Tom Brady played out of his mind in the fourth quarter and deserved to win that game. And we can't forget about this. One of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. 28 to three. He's down. And I, if it's Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady in the locker room, I'm picking Tom Brady to lead my team out 28 to three. 43 for 62. Who's your team? Who's your team? What, what, what team Any are we team. talking about? The, the because, regular because Patriots? Yeah, I, I, I sit here. I watch the Packers. They don't got a goddamn defense. They don't, well, they obviously don't. the they Patriots don't. don't if it's they're down 28 they, to 3 at halftime. Did, did, did Tom Brady go ahead and stop them from scoring while he was going on an amazing run? No, he, he created some momentum and led the team. Tom Brady wasn't the only one leading them back. Tom, oh. There was a defense aside. There was Matt Ryan and Julio Jones they had to stop. Tom While Brady, being down 28-3 at halftime. But I guess that's good defense, keeping him 28 points at halftime. 43 for 62 for 466 yards, two touchdowns. That's Tom Brady. Career-wise, four-time Super Bowl MVP, three-times league MVP, 13 Pro Bowls, three-times passing yards leader, four-times passing touchdown leader, and the all-decade team. All this from a sixth-round pick. You guys are Packers fans. You love Donald Driver. He's a fan favorite. <laughs> Late-round pick. A sixth-round pick? It's the GOAT we're talking about listen, here. Listen, it's listen, the goat. listen, 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 that, listen. That, that, that was a classic Tom Brady response. See, I'm looking at... I'm not talking Patriots versus Packers here. I, I know for the past eight years, the Patriots have had the better team. I, the better I, quarterback. No, 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 no. Past eight years? Well, I'm looking at since Aaron Rodgers has been starting. Okay. So nine, ten years. I know they've had the better defense. I know... You know what? Even receivers, you know, I like Green Bay's receivers. They're about the same there. Um, and then running backs, you know, we both have had kind of running back by committees. So, how are you about to call Aaron Rodgers out when this is a team game? 
I'm going to look at the stats. You're going to look at the Super Bowls? So what, what's, what's the classic one we always say? So is Bill Russell the greatest player of all time in basketball? No. But if well, he has got the most rings. But I didn't just say the rings. I compared stats with you. What what stats you compared the, the, the Super Bowl stats? The yeah, in the fourth quarter against the best defense in the league, thirteen for fifteen, great, one hundred twenty four yards and two touchdowns, great, the best passing defense great. in the league maybe all We're time. Comparing quarterbacks, so if you and that's a quarterback stats, I'm throwing in stats, but you're talking about certain games here and there. All right, so all if, right. We, if you want to talk let's about look about stats. the game when he when he was failing against Kansas City and they all had when he when they benched him and stuff like that. We can talk <laughs> about that. Oh, so we want to talk about games. Let's talk about how since Aaron Rodgers and his team won the Super Bowl, let's look at their playoff record: three and five. Since then, in the playoffs, this is a team game, Dylan Frederick. Two, this is a team game. Two home losses at Lambeau Field, and he's he's this guy. This is this a big team guy, Aaron Rodgers. This is gonna win at home. Two game. games at Lambeau. You know what? Who failed? Okay, so let's look at the really? NFC Championship game against the Atlanta a couple years ago. Final score, I think it was 44-45-24. You think Aaron? You, so does Aaron Rodgers have to put up 48 points every time he goes out? No, he shouldn't have to. Let's look at the overtime losses against Seattle. What's the other overtime loss we had in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Arizona. He never got the shot with the ball because the coin flip gave the other team the ball first, and they drove down right down on the defense's throats and scored. He never there got is. the opportunity. What was the score? Do you know what the scores were going into overtime? Tied. Could have been up seven more. But... This not is clutch. He doesn't game. have the clutch gene like Tom Brady. Game. This is a team game. It's clutch gene. It's a I team got game. Hail Mary man over look here. At the, look I at got the Cleveland. Hail Mary man over here. Look at look at the Cleveland Browns. They haven't had a quarterback for years, but it's a team game. Clutch look gene. Look at Andy Dalton. Andy what? Dalton. Clutch gene. Andy the only Dalton man in the world who can complete three Hail Marys like he has. No. Oh, I don't even know right. Tom Brady gets the ball that far. All right. Well, what my last my last point is the 2016 season when Tom Brady was. Just screwed over by Roger Goodell, the NFL, sp- suspending him for four games. for He did nothing. Right. Um, 2016 season, Roger's having a fantastic year. 40 touchdowns and seven picks. You know, he's probably the best quarterback in the league that year. Tom Brady, 12 games, 28 touchdowns, two picks, no fumbles, and he doesn't have the best tight end of all time, Gronk, for five games that year. 40 to 7 or 28 to 2 in 12 games? I'm going to take Tom Brady. You want to look right, at 12 let's, games for one season or do you want to look at stats well, for the I'm career saying, of starting? That's, that's recent. Looking, that's recent. Let's, at one year. let's disagree on one thing. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, probably two most talented quarterbacks of all time. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so we can both agree on that, right? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, you can agree on that. There's nobody. I mean, I, I don't see the talent in Tom Brady, but yes, he's a great quarterback. <laughs> I think, you know, we're looking at Super Bowls here. That's what Dylan brought up first. 2001, 2003, 2004, Tom Brady was carried by that Patriots defense. Ty Law, Richard Seymour, Teddy Bruschi, these are legends in their own, you know, game. And Tom Brady was carried by those guys. Then you go to, uh, when was it, 2016, carried by Malcolm Butler. Oh, I wouldn't say care. He's helped by Malcolm <laughs> I think Butler. the only couple true, scandals in there too. The only true Super Bowl Tom Brady really showed us his greatness was with the Falcons. 
I'll yeah. admit that was that was legendary. Yeah, that was legendary. But even at that, and then you, then you mentioned he was suspended for four games. What they do in those four games? They went four and zero. Oh, I because have... of Bill Belichick. What they do with Matt Castle the year Tom Brady got well, hurt? Eleven and five. Eleven those, and five. I think and, those four games are a little more. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was not that great in those games. Jacoby Brissett for how many games? Do you know how many games he played? He played two. Two games. Two and a half. This cl- this classic. Two uh, two. Then why they win? Two and a half games. They played. T- they both the teams they played didn't make the playoffs. He threw for 400 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks, and then we look at Jimmy Garoppolo. And we see what Jimmy Garoppolo was doing in San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo's right now one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I mean, it might be too early to say, but what mm-hmm. he did over in San Francisco was fantastic. Okay, so let's look at this. So when Tom Brady goes out, Patriots go 4-0. When Aaron Rodgers goes out in Green Bay, all hell breaks loose. Well, you don't have we, a good quarterback to turn to. We had Jimmy G to turn to. All hell breaks loose. There's no 4 and Brett Hundley? There's there we are fighting for the playoffs. We're fighting in overtime against the Browns. Well, he he said you know we didn't have a good quarterback. Patriots had a good quarterback to turn to. But when uh, Tom Brady got hurt and Matt Castle came in, they went 11 and five. What happened there? Because and Matt, Matt Castle, Castle then Matt Castle was, left and he's, he's a career backup yeah, now. Third 2000, string. What was that? 2007. Something. 2008. Like, yeah, 2008. Yeah. What happened that season? <laughs> but it, just, what, just if Aaron Rodgers is out the whole season. The Packers are barely making four to five. I mean, five we barely games. beat the Browns this year. Yeah. We, but we, we look horrible. Brett Hundley looked horrible. We were scoring zero at Lambeau. That doesn't happen. When Aaron Rodgers is there, we're a completely different team. We're, we're, well, Aaron, we're Super yeah, Bowl When you have contenders. the second best quarterback in the league, he's going to do but, that. But when you have the first quarterback in the best, first quarterback, we you're do. saying. We do. Then why do you go 4 0 and 11 and 5 with backups? Not just, good quarterback. That's just, that's just Tom Brady being Castle, a good backup. 2-0 with Tom Jacoby Brady being a good leader. Yeah, Jimmy G's a good quarterback. You went 2-0 with him. But also, Jacoby Brissett went 2-0, and Matt Castle went 11-5. Jimmy G still hasn't lost, so... Great, great. I mean, I don't... I, Jimmy G, Congrats. you could we'll, say... We'll see him when he plays Green Bay this season. Oh, we'll see. When yeah. he tears him apart. Yeah, if you want to argue that, because I think Tom Brady's done. You might want to bring Jimmy Garoppolo to the next argument, because Tom Brady's not close to Aaron Rodgers. You can't hold his jock strap. Is Tom Brady the same player without Belichick? Yes. No. no I, not even close. And if you Tom think that Brady, you're an idiot. Tom Brady. Put Tom Brady on Cleveland. Put Tom Brady on Cleveland. Time. He makes all the receivers. Give Tom Brady Josh Gordon. Number one, Josh Gordon doesn't smoke all that dope either because Tom Brady's a leader. All right? <laughs> Josh Gordon. Tom Brady makes that Cleveland Browns team a playoff team, and he wins the AFC North. He dominates any division he could go into. Yeah, not you even, saw you cool. saw though what Brady did with a player like Randy Moss. I mean, they tore it up that year. Yeah, in that system. So, well, Randy Moss played really well outside of that system. He was one of the best receivers of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So you saw what Brady does make receivers better. So is Aaron Rodgers because you saw no, what. No, it, Randy Moss was great his entire career. Went to New England, continued his greatness, which we expect him to do. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, you saw what they did that year. He had a really great year. That was probably arguably the first time Tom Brady's had a truly talented wide receiver. Oh my good lord. Who's Gronk? A, he's got Gronk's, Gronk's the a, top five tight end. Well, of all yeah, time. yeah, you got that. Well, but it looked like Wes Welker. He well, he was nothing before he came to the Patriots. Then he had a decent career with the Broncos with Peyton Manning. I think Julian Edelman's good. Yeah, Julian Edelman's good. But look because what he was. Tom Brady. Yeah, because Brandon Tom Cooks Brady. was good. Brandon Cooks was good. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is a good receiver. He had a good year with the Saints. I think Aaron Rodgers was, was the same thing over there in Green Bay. Yeah, Island. yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers makes players. I don't players. think Jordy Nelson is the I mean, you saw yes, I love Jordy Nelson. Great player. But you think he? you sent him to Cleveland, you think he's Jordy Nelson? 
to Cleveland, it doesn't matter who you send over there. It's just a failure over there. Yeah. Send him to anywhere with Any. a decent quarterback. Aaron Rodgers took that receiver from Kansas State and made Jordy Nelson what Jordy Nelson was. Okay, so I don't think we'll ever find a clear answer on this. You know, everybody. Oh, I think we found it clear. Everyone will follow. I think we found it very clearly. <laughs> I think we found it clearly. So we're gonna move keep, on keep now. Keep my rings, please. All five of them. Oh yeah, because the team's <laughs> four. So we're gonna move on. I'll, t- I'll take the stats. We're gonna move on. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a debate that's gonna be going on for the rest of the time. Bring anyone on here, I'll take them down. Um, Didn't take me down, man. Yeah, I did. I say Dylan, he, he held his own, you know, going against two guys right now. Um, so we got a couple questions for Dylan. So tell us about your background in sports. Uh, yeah, uh, played football all the way until high school, and I uh, started to focus on basketball. Uh, worked a lot on basketball, uh, played varsity for two years, uh, won one district final. So, um, you know, it's a lot of good experiences out there with my friends, and uh, I don't know, just sports, it's like, Playing sports is just one of the best things you can do. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Uh, so tell us about your favorite teams. Oh, uh, favorite teams. I love all Cleveland teams. Browns, uh, Cavs, Indians. But, uh, you know, watching football in Cleveland for your whole life, you got to find someone new. So you kind of turn to the Patriots there. Yeah. You got to love them. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, that's just joking. <laughs> this just makes you throw up, doesn't it? Um, so you mentioned, you know, you're a Cavs fan, you know, obviously Cavs fan, you're a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they have enough to win the championship this year? Um, I mean, if you have LeBron, you have enough to win a championship. It's just a matter of, uh, like what happens, you know, uh, LeBron could, uh, we saw it last night. LeBron can win a game on his own. Mm-hmm. We did. We showed, a, he showed us last night. A lot of flopping. Um, <laughs> If he gets even a little a slight of help in that game, they win by 15 points. Uh, when I mean, Kevin, I mean if Oladipo is playing more than 28 minutes, maybe I mean, it's a different game. LeBron's led some of the worst teams in NFL, I mean uh, NBA history, <laughs> to the finals. One year. One, one, 2007. 2007 but let's not forget the year with uh, Kevin Love out. Kyrie Irving gets injured, and he didn't lead that team, but. He gets injured and he makes that an actual series with Matthew Dellavedova as your starting point guard. The only finals LeBron has won is with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. That's all I'm saying. He needs a superstar, so don't be like. Well, that's, don't that's what say, the turn to. Don't say, oh, LeBron in his own right can win Cleveland a championship. He can't on his own. Watch your, how much are you talking about the goat there, all right? Hey, I've been talking about goat Aaron Rodgers <laughs> the whole damn show. <laughs> um. So you said you're a big basketball guy. Yes. Uh, we've seen Ben Simmons this year. He's had a great rookie year, if you call it rookie year. I know some people debate on that. Do you think he is the next big superstar in the NBA? Uh, yeah, you definitely seen flashes of dominance from him in the year. Uh, no rookie's ever had as many triple-doubles as him. Um, so, uh, yeah, he could, be, he, uh, he could be a problem in the next couple of years. You can see a little bit of uh, kind of... Boston versus LA Lakers back in the day with Philly and LA soon mm-hmm. with Ben Simmons and uh, Lonzo Ball going at it a couple of years. Okay. Okay. Do you think you think Ben Simmons is a clear favorite to win Rookie of the Year over Mitchell? Uh, I do not actually. Um, I think I mean Donovan Mitchell. You, if you see what Donovan Mitchell's doing in the playoffs, I know they don't look at the playoffs as much as the regular season, mm-hmm. but he just he just led his team. Uh, to a win in Oklahoma City against a very good Thunder team, I believe. Um, with, with a team that was arguably on a uh, tanking system where they lost Gordon Hayward and they were 
they didn't think they had much, but Donovan Mitchell's filled that superstar spot and is leading them. Is um, but I still think Ben Simmons will get it, uh, because I mean he's just absolutely just mm. fantastic. So who is your favorite athlete of all time? Uh, my favorite athlete of all time. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, you know I gotta you probably gotta go with uh, LeBron James. You know always looking up to him. <laughs> you know he's a winner. Uh, he's always playing my favorite sport to play. So my favorite basketball player. Um, just I yeah. don't know when he left in Miami. Still loved him. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I just, he's just been my favorite. Yeah, he's been a pretty popular choice among our guests. Uh, so what is your favorite sports memory of all time? Oh, geez. Favorite sports memory? Uh, it's between winning the district final with my uh, basketball team mm-hmm. last year and watching the Cavs win the championship. Uh, not not used to a lot of winners in Cleveland, so mm-hmm. that was definitely something. Felt great about it. Uh, and then in the district final, uh, you know – just uh, actually winning something and feeling good like that is uh, something special, and I never will, I will never forget it, and I'll never forget that group of guys I won it with. Mm-hmm. So that's it for our show today. We want to thank you again to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts and A's Lawn Service. Go on iTunes, give us five stars, rate, review us, and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at TNT Sports Talk. Listen to us tomorrow on 12 Ounce Sports from 12 to 1, or you can listen to us on The Grueling Truth at any time. Two great websites, two you know up-and-coming websites that we are proud to be a part of. We want to thank you again to Dylan for coming in today. Thank you. Uh, we want you to have a great day. Tune in on Tuesday. We've with we have a guest. Yeah, we haven't decided yet. We we have a couple people in mind. We're gonna bring somebody in though. Uh, hopefully we'll see the death of the Bucks then. They play two games. Uh, yeah, they should be. They play Friday and I think Sunday. So. Okay, so they'll be done by then. Nah. You think we'll be back? The, they'll be headed into. A, you you old, better watch uh, off season. Yeah. Looking to sign Angry, Kawhi. Angry, angrier, at, angrier Bledsoe. Looking at some draft picks. So. Angrier <laughs> Bledsoe. Bring uh, Kawhi to Milwaukee. So again, I want to thank you guys. Have a great day and tune in on Tuesday. Thank you. Go Packers.